With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, our good buddy, the former All-Pro defensive end, Marcellus Wiley. He hosts the More To It podcast on the Dan Patrick Podcast Network. He'll join us coming up. What's the poll question for the final hour today, Seton O'Connor? Well, Dan, let me update you first okay. uh, from last hour. All right. Where we had, if you were the uh, Packers, right. you would play nice or play hardball. Yeah. Now that's up to 75% would play hardball. Well, they do have leverage. The question is, how long do they want this to drag out? What do you think you can get? Peter King joined us in the first hour of the show, and he said, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe you get a second-round pick this year, and then based off Aaron Rodgers' performance this year, then maybe you ask for a first-round pick. Uh, maybe if he wins an MVP, you get a first-round pick. Whatever it might be, it feels like get something now that helps you this year, and then maybe get something next year. By the way, the NFC North quarterback ratings right now, Jared Goff is tops. He was seventh in the NFL with his QBR. Kirk D. Cousins was 14th. Justin Fields was 25th. Jordan Love, incomplete. But those are the uh, quarterback rankings in the NFC North. I've been mentioning this with uh, replay when it comes to the NFL. I would love for us to be able to hear what goes on. Now, how about, you know, full transparency? That let us listen in on what you are seeing, and then you make that, I mean, everything's about a reality show now. That would be, and that's what the NFL is. It's a reality show. Let us hear what's going on. And the reason why I bring this up now Baseball just announced that they will broadcast the umpires reviewing plays that have been challenged so we can see the process and hear the replay discussions. It feels like that's the next step for the NFL. It should be. But here's baseball. Baseball is like, hey, we're going to throw everything at you. Whatever attention we can get, and they've got a lot of positive reaction here with what's happened you know, during spring training, World Baseball Classic as well. But baseball says that they will let you hear what the umpires are talking about when they challenge a replay here. And uh, I love it. Could you do that with the NFL, where we do get to listen? Yes, Paulie. I would think the NFL would look at that and say, there's no upside for us on this one. 
there would be it's actually better for the fans not to know what we're talking about than to hear us talking. Imagine if two referees at the home office in Sky Base or whatever they call it are like, "Oh man, it kind of looks like interference." Kinda. You're not supposed to say kinda. You're supposed to be the authority. We would go. We would chop that up for days. I, I think the NFL would look at that as a downside play. Okay. Why is baseball doing this? Like, like you said, attention. Good attention. Okay. No risk. Okay. Kinda. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're the boss. You don't say kinda. Well, there's more attached to the outcome of an NFL game or a big play like that. In baseball, it's 162 games. Although, when you get to the playoffs and the World Series, are they going to let us listen in when it gets to the World Series? Because I hope. Because that's when you have that play and you go, I can't wait to hear what they're talking about. I just, I felt this for the last decade. TV is moving closer and closer to the field, uh, you know, to the arena. All of those things of listening in, hearing, seeing. How do we bring you closer to the game? And with surround sound, with the, the quality of the picture. Although it, it does serve as a, I think, a detriment to wanting to go to a game because the game is so great when you watch it at home. Get everything that you want. Beer's a lot cheaper. Don't have to wait in line for a bathroom. And you want to check on your fantasy team. You want to go to the red zone. You want to come back. I mean, all of these things. Although some of these stadiums now, they're trying to do full service when you're watching them. What was the uh, the rendering we saw the other day with the stadium that looked really, really busy? I, I don't think that was... The, uh, the Clippers? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The new Clippers stadium. That had sensory overload to it. Toilets. Oh, 1,100 toilets, according to Steve. You got the most toilets! <laughs> toilets! <laughs> <laughs> but baseball just announced that. That's pretty good. Baseball's had a pretty good six, six weeks here. Best golf in the world's played here today. They start the Valspar Championship. NBC, Golf Channel, and Peacock, and of course, the PGA Tour. The next stop is the Snake Pit, the dreaded closing three holes. That'll be coming up. All right, uh, poll question for the final hour. Seaton, what are we going to go with? Well, I got two that you could choose from. Okay. One is from the World Baseball Classic. How will you remember last night's game for a remarkable upset or a freak injury? Well, was it a upset by Puerto Rico over the DR? I've seen it uh, reported okay. as, a, as a huge upset. Okay. Because yeah. they're talking about the Dominican Republic team maybe being the best team that's okay. ever been assembled. Ever? Yeah. Edwin Diaz, the Mets closer, got injured celebrating after the win over Dominican Republic. Um, and, I mean, he closed the game out striking out the sides. It was like a huge exclamation yeah. point. We win. Well, we're going to remember the injury if it's a severe injury and one that, you know, prevents him from starting the season with the Mets. Yeah, Paul. I did see some people complaining or calling out the teams, like, why are you celebrating that much? And I think it was a quarterfinal win or whatever it was. And Mario, one of our guys in back, explained to me, this is a big, big deal in Latin America down sure. there, that you know, Dominican versus uh, Puerto Rico. It's not just another event. No. It's, it's their version maybe of a World Cup or whatever you want to call it. I get it. I, I understand you know, the importance of baseball to those countries and – Puerto Rico against DR. We're always looking at the DR where that's you know, all the great talent comes from or a lot of the great talent comes from, and then Puerto Rico knocks them off. Yes, Seton. And, I mean, it's a, it's essentially an all-star game, right? I mean, to, when you're chosen to play for your country, it means mm -hmm. that these are the handful of, you know, I don't know, a couple dozen players that your country feels are the best to represent you. It's, it's a tremendous honor. Spent a lot of time talking about Aaron Rodgers. 
and still, you know, hoping to be a New York Jet. Compensation has to be worked out. Rogers spent a lot of time with Pat McAfee yesterday talking about this, said his intention is to play for the Jets. Uh, when he went into darkness, he was 90% retired, and uh, he realized the Packers are ready to move on. He wished that there had been better conversations with the Packers, although I'm sure the Packers could probably say the same thing. Uh, yes, he did tell uh, Adam Schefter to lose his number, which was funny, but I give Shefty credit. Because Rogers froze him out, and a lot of these, you know, guys or their agents will, you know, they'll feed Shefty information here. Rogers like, nope, that ain't happening here. He did uh, mention that he, well, he hinted that there was another team that he wanted to go to, and that's the Raiders. But the Raiders were set on Jimmy Garoppolo early, from what I was told. And Josh McDaniels wanted to reunite with Jimmy G, and didn't want to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Wow. You put him with Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs there. Although it comes down to defense with the Raiders. You know, the Raiders are a terrible defensive team the last decade. Yes, Paulie? I have a new poll question. All right. Who is going to regret this? Oh. The Raiders for not pursuing Aaron Rodgers and going with Garoppolo over him. The Jets for putting all their eggs in the Rodgers mm. basket. Or the Packers. Packers for bailing on Rodgers maybe two years early and going with Jordan Love. I know we don't know yet, but we have to predict who's going to. Oh, we don't it. know yet. We do not. Just oh, okay. Now <laughs> clearing that up. Don't know yet. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think Adam Schefter already knows. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Jk. Jk. All right. Um, who's going to regret it? Um. Hmm, hmm. I I would say the Raiders, just because Rogers, Demonte Adams, right now, and that. Pretty good offense, although Darren Waller is now with the Giants, which is one of those, huh? Um, I, I don't think the Jets will regret it with Rodgers. I don't think the Packers will either. I, I think that the Packers had to move on from this at some point. And if you get compensation, and Jordan Love, you get a chance to see if you want to you know, sign him up long term, now you get that opportunity there. you got some young receivers, got running game, defense should have been better last year but um and with the jets i mean the jets have to roll the dice i mean they they have to take a chance like this yes eden don't you feel like though if the packers say jordan love you know you get five or six games in and he's not playing well that this is going to be the guy that we've been sitting on all this time and we're dancing around aaron Rodgers, and you know we had this all-time great and this is the dude that we and we snubbed him for this dude well, they didn't snub Aaron Rodgers. They just got tired of waiting for Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers didn't commit. Well, I, I'm, I'm talking more about just drafting him in the first place because that was seen That's as a true. snub. And, and that, I don't think, ever left Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, it caused so much turmoil, unintentionally or whatever, for the last handful yes. of years of his career there. Yeah. and But I do think, and, and, you know, great athletes are petty at times and have chips on their shoulder. But for Aaron, it's worked. And he, he never got over that, that they went out and got his replacement. I understand it, but it's just like they did with Brett Favre. They went out and got his replacement, and you waited three years, and it worked out great. Can Jordan Love play? We're going to all find out. But Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, I think if you're the Jets, you had to try. Because you've, you already screwed it up with Zach Wilson. 
with Aaron Rodgers, at least you're taking a chance on a guy who's one of the great quarterbacks of all time. Zach Wilson had a, a great single season at BYU, and you went all in on him. I don't have any problem with that. It's a lot of money, but they've, they've screwed it up for a long, long time. At least you get a big name going in there. And with the Raiders, I just think Josh McDaniels loved the familiarity of Jimmy G. That I got somebody who can be my quarterback. I mean, who knows how long Josh McDaniels is going to be there. But I would think for the next two years, he's got Jimmy G. Yes, he Part of me, too, thinks that maybe Josh McDaniels shied away from Aaron Rodgers because he was like, hmm, let me see. Aging quarterback, superstar, on his way out, last couple of years. Do I really want to do that again? I mean, he just kind of did that with Tom Brady to some degree. Hmm. But, but how much drama was there with Brady? At the time, it was seemed like constant. Remember, there was like videos of them yelling on the sidelines or something like that. I, at the time, it felt like there was always a headline coming from that side of things. Yeah, but with Rodgers, there was drama. There's always drama. With, with Brady, I mean, that was just being competitive that he's mad at Josh McDaniels. But they, still, every time that the quarterback, uh, the Patriots drafted a quarterback, that was the replacement for Tom Brady, and that went on for like 10 years. Well, I don't know if they really drafted some... Great. They drafted Jimmy G. Yeah, they drafted Ryan Mallett. That was like that was like a, okay. No, look at this. We got our new guy. <laughs> Absolutely, Jared That's, Stidham. All of those were like, all right, this is a bargain. Look at the bargain the Patriots Wait, just got. Oh, they had some other guys where there's no way that you know Brady's going. Uh oh, I'm hearing footsteps. The here. Rohan Davy draft no, didn't scare anybody. Rohan Davy out of LSU. You guys are misremembering. I do remember the Mallet one. Mallet was a pretty good college quarterback, and they kind of found him in the middle of nowhere, a couple rounds in, and they talked like, wow, that's early. It wasn't compared to like Tommy Maddox and uh, John Elway, but it felt early for getting a replacement. They drafted like eight quarterbacks during Brady's time. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Mark. Rohan Davey. I'm still laughing at But he was there early, early. I missed that era. Sorry, everyone. And Michael Bishop, wasn't oh, he? The Kansas State. Kansas State. <laughs> yeah. Bring him back. He's awesome. <laughs> Brad Banks. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about random Big Ten quarterbacks. Let's do it. Brad Banks, Iowa? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. He's a Heisman finalist, I think. Yeah. I, I am so mad that Woodrow Dantzler of Clemson was not born 10 years later. He'd be perfect right now. Uh, let's see. Tyler in South Dakota. Hi, Tyler. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hey, Ty. Hey, uh, so with your tailgater moonshine, I think I have an idea for the next evolution of the product. Okay. I, I think you go with having like a couple samples and you sell them in a bucket and you call it the tailgater passion bucket. Hmm. All righty. Thank you, Tyler. Bloop. <laughs> we do have our next flavor of tailgate moonshine. I sampled it. In fact, I liked it so much, I sampled it again. It was in the refrigerator, and I said to Seton, what's this bottle? And he goes, that's the next moonshine. I go, it's the best one. It is. It's definitely the it, best flavor. I was shocked. Yeah. Shocked. I would not think that this flavor would taste that great. When are we going to make the next batch of tailgate moonshine available, Seton O'Connor? In the coming weeks, Dan. <laughs> Nice and vague. Nice can, can, can we narrow this down just a little bit? Like uh, it will be 
Will it be here before a big golf tournament? Definitely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moonshine or completed Jets-Packers trade? Which comes first? Ooh. My money's on the moonshine because that's pretty much... Okay. Pretty much good. Without any list of demands either. <laughs> <laughs> Seton, uh, I, I do have the uh, Fritzy Bracket Challenge just to let you know. I don't know if you care. I don't know if you guys are getting the emails here. Marvin, Paulie. I'm not getting. I don't. Yeah, I think you got it. Yeah. Fritzy sends out four of them a day. Yeah. Yes, I said I'd, I'd stop doing this. I don't. I, I, no, I you're said annoying it's the me. Final list. I know, but you're annoying me. I'm annoying. Yes, you are. Okay. It, it is. Yeah. It is a lot. Yeah, you you were doing this, and then you know, all of a sudden, Sarah Jessica Parker said no to our bracket challenge, and I said, <laughs> I I don't care. I don't care. This is for you. <laughs> Ray Romano's in, though. I know. Let's go, Ray. Saw that. Uh, Dale Jr.'s in here. Sandler, Darius Rucker, Jim Parsons. He's the best. Uh, he is. Will Farrell. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, of course, is in here. Kelly Clarkson. Connor McDavid. Wow. Big, big time. Yes. He's had an unbelievable seat. Michael Buble. Wow. Also Canadian. Yes. Josh Dumel. All right. So we got a good group there. And the bracket's got to be in. Now, that's it. 11-15 Eastern. It is closed up there to be in the Celebrity Bracket Challenge. Yes, he. We got to go over picks at some point. We do? Yeah, I'm curious to hear everybody's Final Four. Well, not not that whole list. I mean, us here. We'll do that after the break. After the break. Also, uh, John Morant. Sat down with the mothership. Jalen Rose will have uh, some of those comments and more phone calls coming up right after this Dan Patrick show. Oh, DraftKings. DraftKings, you're getting ready. Basketball coming up, top of the hour. Ready for the underdogs? Upsets. Unbelievable action. DraftKings Sportsbook. Biggest tournament college basketball is here. And right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college basketball. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and round two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt-in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you get a bonus bet back of up to $10. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with the code Patrick. New customers betting $5, getting $200 in bonus bets. Instantly win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Patrick. Fritzy. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms of DraftKings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Odds to win March Madness. According to DraftKings earlier this morning, Houston is still the favorite, followed by Alabama, Purdue, and UCLA. Okay. Even though UCLA had an injury there, they're uh, fourth best odds. I would have thought that Duke would be up there. Feels like there's a lot of people with a lot of sentiment for Duke. And and you might be going off, you know, previous Duke successes there, but John Shire, first year in the tournament, first year as head coach, and it's a good team and played well. They got healthy at the end of the year. I think they won, what, nine in a row. They're just certain schools, like Nevada getting in as a play-in game. I think they lost their last three games. It's hard to get in if you lose your last three games, and then they get blown out by Arizona State. And then that's when you get, yeah, I told you, Nevada didn't deserve it. Clemson should have been in there. Rutgers should have been in there. Vandy should have been in there. I go back to what I told you yesterday, that a change is coming to the NCAA tournament in March Madness. Because this feels like college basketball, the Power Five, they're going to take this over just like they did college football. And it's not going to be NCAA. And uh, what my source said, the NCAA, they love the Cinderella story. But these bigger conferences, they're like, look, we beat our brains out against each other every single night. And you're trying to tell me that Clemson is not better than some team that won their conference? We love the story. We're going to love that story today and tomorrow. There's going to be one or two or three of these games where you go, oh, that's awesome. Like St. Peter's last year was a wonderful story. And then we're done with the story. It feels like it lasts for two weeks. And then you go, okay, that's a cute story. Now we move on. Now we want like somebody legitimate, you know, that you want the best teams to be playing for a national championship. Yes, Paul. So under this possible new NCAA tournament someday, yes. it would be more about the uh, high-end teams yes. getting in and less St. Peter's getting in. They would rather have a Cinderella story like Vandy than they would, you know, uh, 
Baltimore, Maryland County. But you know, remember Mark Cuban said one time years ago. Or is it Maryland, Baltimore County? Pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. One of the great things about the NCAA tournament is the tradition of the Cinderella. And I think the casual fan watches for that as much as they watch for, you know, Alabama winning tonight will be nice. But man, I'm sticking around if if Alabama, when they play their first game against the 16th seed, is in a dogfight. Yeah. If you remove that from the tournament, it loses all its branding. Well, okay, we're looking at this as a fan. Yeah. The conferences are looking at this as a business. There's a lot of money attached to this when you make the tournament. And they're looking at, why are we sharing this money? You know, if you ask the SEC, do they want to expand the football playoffs? Well, now I could get four or five SEC teams in there. And how much more money are we going to make here? They they want to keep the money. And I think that's, as we move forward, that's what, you know, at least according to my source, that this is, this is going to happen down the road, it feels like. Just feels like it. All right. John Morant is uh, suspended. He's got a couple more games he needs to sit out. The NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, did investigate and came out with his punishment. And uh, John Morant talked with Jalen Rose yesterday about his meeting with the commissioner of the NBA. You met with Adam Silver today, and he suspended you for eight games. What was that meeting like? Um, it was good. Um, pretty much, you know, an open discussion. Obviously, you know, he said things, you know, I need to, you know, be better at, but, you know, more of just, you know, showing his support towards me. And I accepted that. And, you know, I also, you know, sent my apologies, you know, to everybody, you know, the league, you know, myself, my teammates, my family for, you know, putting that negativity towards all of us with a, you know, bad decision. All right. He then was asked about the gun in the strip club. For you at that moment, what were you thinking and whose gun were you holding? I was felt like, you know, I was releasing stress and I felt like it was healthy for me, and which it wasn't. And that caused me to do some things that, you know, I shouldn't have. Well, the gun wasn't mine. Um, you know, I, it's not who I am. I don't condone and, you know, any type of violence. Um, but I take, you know, full responsibility, you know, for my actions. I and mean, I can see uh, the image, you know, that I painted, you know, over myself, you know, with my recent mistakes. But, you know, in the future, um, I'm going to show everybody who Ja really is. Okay. You want to release stress? You want to go to strip club? Fine. You're adding more stress by bringing a gun into a strip club. The strip club is not the issue here. A lot of guys go to strip clubs. Having a gun in the strip club and you want to show everybody you got a gun, that's adding stress. Then he talked about uh, people who are going to be critical of his friends, his yes men. What has it been like for you to see people criticize your inner circle? What have you learned about how you should move with your team going forward? In the past, we didn't, we didn't know what was at stake. And now, you know, finally me having that time um, to, you know, realize everything, have that time alone, I realize that now. I realize, you know, what I have to lose. And I can't wait to be back out there on the floor now, you know, knowing what my punishment is. And, you know, I accept that. And, you know, I feel like I deserve, you know, that punishment for, you know, my mistakes and, you know, what I did. But um, when I get back out there, you know, I'm going to be ready to go and ready, you know, push for a ring. Okay. It sounds like he was prepped. And he should have been prepped. 
You can say the right things. I want you to believe the right things. I don't know, does he really believe he did something wrong? And, and you can compare this, as we often do. Like, is it that bad what he did? He had a gun in a strip club. Could it have been bad? Yes. Could it have been terrible? Yes. All of those things. He did this. It's stupid. And did he learn from it? There's other things around him where he's alleged to have done things. That concerns me as much that it's not just this incident where he had a gun and he's in a strip club. Okay, stupid, and you're going to be suspended. Who said it would be a great idea to have a gun? Hey, you're going to a strip club. You're going to need a gun. Did everybody have guns in there? And if the video doesn't come out, then what happens down the road? This is happening at 23. If, if this isn't, you know, for the lack of a better word, arrested and said, hey, you've got to wise up here. Why did it take this for somebody to say you're risking all of this? What about the other things that are attached to you where right now alleged to have been involved with? That's why it's not a one-off. And that's where it is really concerning moving forward. And hopefully he is learning, has learned. And whether he was prepped or not, and they're going to give you the answers, this is what you need to say. And, and, and this, I would do this. I would understand. That, I mean, lawyers do this all the time with their clients. They're going to ask you this, you say that. When they say this, you say that. Take total blame. Don't blame anybody else. And he took ownership of it. And maybe that's what the commissioner needed to hear. And, but he still you know, suspended him eight games. But that's already time served as well. I think five of those eight games he's already missed without pay. And now they finally come out and said that he was suspended because it felt like that. But I think he was going in for treatment, seeking help, and they didn't label it a suspension. Now we know it is. I don't know if John Moran, you know, there was a report yesterday that I had for you, uh, a veteran NBA reporter, Mark, uh, Mark Spears, who said he didn't think that John Morant's going to play the rest of this year. Then you have the $40 million that's there, the difference if he's on the first, second, or third team All-NBA. Is he going to be on one of those teams? If he is, he gets $38.5 million added to his salary already. It's a lot at stake. But more importantly, his career, his life at stake and that's where you need somebody who's, you're going to allow them, and I would hope, and maybe this has happened, someone like Jalen Rose or some of these players who can be sort of uh, a godfather to them to say, hey, when you're thinking about doing something stupid, you text me. I'll call you back. Or if, if you're curious about getting involved in a situation here or this came up, have somebody that you can call. Yeah, Mark. I think Jalen Rose might be the perfect guy because he, to me, he might be as transparent a former athlete as there's ever been because during the interview, uh, he was talking about a, a certain strip club that he was at and Jalen Rose said the name of the strip club and he said, I've been in, I've been in there before. So Jalen Rose knows what it's like and he's been in those same type of predicaments. So I think you hit it on the head for sure. Yeah, and Jalen has talked about where somebody wanted to kill him uh, and having a gun, and, but he was inner city. Like, you know, Jalen grew up without a dad, inner city in Detroit. So he grew up in the real. 
Whereas John Morant, by all accounts, got a good, uh, you know, parents, family, uh, sister. Uh, you know, he's been a great story. We've rooted for that story. It just feels like, am I supposed to be something that I'm not? And that was the feeling I got. Do I have to be a tough guy? Am I a tough guy? You know, I got a gun. I you don't have to be anything. You are something. You're something that the guys who are trying to be hope to be. You got it. Yeah, Paul. John Morant is on the cusp of being very well paid. He's just wrapping up his rookie contract. He has an upcoming uh, five-year deal worth about $200 million that's coming. It starts next year. Mm. But he may have cost himself some money here because if somehow he does not make first team all NBA, there's different you know rules that escalate you. If that if him missing games this year hurts that, he could lose up to forty million dollars in extra pay. If he doesn't make, remember they having Anthony Davis when he wasn't voted first team or second team. If John Morant loses that, he could lose like forty million dollars. Thank you, Fritzy. I just said that. Yeah, no, but I was telling you about the different contract. No, he was going to lose close to forty million dollars yeah. if he's not first, second, third team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Who's third on that coaching list, though? Odds to win NFL Coach of the Year. Oh, who's third on that again? Bob Sala. Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Um, and and yes, it does take longer than a week to get better. But hopefully, what he heard when he went for treatment, whatever that treatment was, that he it it helps him then go back to that. It's like people go kicking and screaming to therapy. But then when you get in and you understand what they're trying to teach you and the tools that go along with it, you have to keep going. It's not just, hey, it'd be like if I gave you golf clubs and I didn't give you a lesson. Like, hey, you got the golf clubs, go out and play. Uh, I got to learn. He's going to have to learn to have what triggers him and then what do you do? Yes, Tom. Did that interview help himself in the public eye as far as uh, accomplishing anything? Well, what did you think? I don't know. I felt, and I think a lot of other people felt like it was very rehearsed, like a lawyer has someone that's going to be going to the stand. Here's the words and phrases. Grizzlies PR and Adam Silver would like you to work in. I'm not saying it wasn't true that he felt some of those things, but it sounded like I have to make sure I say specific things that uh, were brought to my attention. Well, this happens all the time. And I don't know if we're dissecting, you know, other people, criminals, when they, when they speak in front of us, politicians, you know, there's John Moran. He's 23. They probably prepped him, and rightfully so. Uh, but does he believe in what he's saying? At least he's listening to the people who are prepping him. And maybe by osmosis or proxy, he's going to go, you know what? They're right. And maybe he doesn't. Maybe, you know, it's a cautionary tale. Maybe, you know, three years from now, we're going, God, he didn't listen. Yes, he I don't really know what he could say either that's not going to sound rehearsed. Unless short of breaking down in tears or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anything that you say in that first interview is going to sound prepared. Yeah, it's it's a, it's kind of an unwinnable situation. You kind of just have to get out there and do it. But maybe he had to be prepared because he wasn't prepared. Sure. Maybe yeah. maybe he just doesn't know. And now when somebody says, "No, here's here's the deal. This is this is what's going on." And this is what you have to understand. This is what you have to learn. You have to absorb this. You have to listen to people. And people who've been through this. And if you don't, we're going to be back here again. Yeah, Tom. My other question is, did he embrace doing this interview? Was it Jaws idea or was it part of some kind of deal? Or did the Grizzlies and or the league say you need to uh, have a statement to whoever you want to sit down and talk to, but you need to in the very near future do some kind of interview and let people hear what you have to say. You're going to be the face of the league and make a half a billion dollars. Can't just go hiding and be in a treatment center. I don't know. Did you 
do any research on this to see if I have not, but I'm curious to see if that's you know I got to talk to somebody and uh, you know get this out. I don't think he has to talk to anybody, I, but but I'm glad he did because Jalen, you know, Jalen is there to to help him, and I think he would be a valuable resource for John Morant. But I don't know if you know the league is is not saying you got to do an interview. I don't even know if the Grizzlies they might say no 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 don't say anything, or if you do. Then you got to sit down with us, and we got to go over every question we think. Now, they might have asked Jalen, we want a list of the questions. Because that happens. It's happened on this show before. I don't give them. They asked Paulie, and Paulie's like, we ain't, we ain't giving them. But I think in this situation, he'll do an interview. We want to know the context of what the questions are, which is fair for them to ask. It's just a question if you want to give that to them. But you can't have a situation where John Morant makes it worse. And I don't think he did yesterday. Maybe it's, you know, positive, moves forward, comes back and plays. And maybe this is just what I hope it is. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, and I believe we have an I-Team investigation. And now, we go to the newsroom for an I-Team investigation. The motto of our news team is, If good journalism is wrong... Well, then we don't want to be right. Let's go to the newsroom. Paulie? Dan, off my deathbed, I had this breaking news story. <laughs> Just came in. If you remember, I got a little background here. I think it was 2013, if my notes uh, served me right. Uh, Cena O'Connor ordered himself a lovely pizza from uh, a local pizza place at our old studio. He had it sitting there, and he was getting ready to eat. He was finishing his duties on the Dan Patrick It was show. a personal pan pizza, I think. Um, It was a small. Okay. It was a small. Personal. One and that I could handle, though. Yeah. By yeah. yourself. No yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. could take it down by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so while he was waiting to eat his pizza, Fritzy walked up, saw the pizza, opened the box, took a piece, said, that's what I'm talking about, went back to his desk, and proceeded to eat part of Seton's lunch. Mm-hmm. And Seton said, yeah, go ahead and eat my lunch. That's okay, Todd. Eat my lunch. Eat my lunch. <laughs> yeah. To this date, Fritzy has never uh, re gotten seen a new pizza from that place but that's you know, neither here nor there mm-hmm. moments ago dan uh it was you were spotted eating chicken in the kitchen yes and uh a sources two sources have confirmed to me that that was seaton's leftovers that he was planning on eating for lunch today <laughs> back to you in the newsroom <laughs> that's yours uh, it is yes <laughs> well story confirmed <laughs> and and you're lucky because I cooked it for you. Oh, that is that was really nice. I didn't eat it. <laughs> I didn't eat any. I cooked it. Quote from the newsroom: uh, As you started cooking it, Seaton grabbed the bathroom. And goes, yeah, that's my lunch. I, I, I still looked at Paul. His Paul's. He's always he was looking quizzically, and I just mouthed to him, "That's mine." Yes, <laughs> and I knew that, and I cooked it for you. And now look at what we did. Yeah, and we're, now, now, you, we're just now you were trying to embarrass me, and you guys feel bad because I cooked you lunch. Right, right. That's the thanks you get. Yeah. Sausages I, yesterday. You cooked my chicken yeah, for me today. Yeah, I got you sausages yesterday. <laughs> this is, And tomorrow's meat Friday. You know what? Maybe no meat Friday. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, maybe no meat Friday. You happy? Good journalism, no meat. Yeah. You know what? Tyler pulled out some chicken yesterday, and he said you could always have this. And and so I thought that that was the chicken that was in there. And I'm going, damn, this looks good. Yeah, it's funny, too, because, uh, and I don't know what this says, but when Todd ate the slice of pizza, I was like, God damn it, Todd. I was pissed. I well, it, you, you had bought yourself a pizza to enjoy on a yes. cold winter day. You know, I think it was just more time and place and like every, there was a lot of other things happening, I think, that it got me like, I just was, I was. I was furious. I was fuming. Whatever. This was more amusing. Right? I was just like, well, oh, you're, <laughs> you're helping me. I'm going, I need some olive oil, Seton. You're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> so he's getting olive oil for his chicken that I'm cooking. He knows how you like it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's a t-shirt out of it somewhere, yeah, but yeah. Uh, that was the best thing to come out of the Todd experience was my favorite t-shirt. Ever. I think we got to do a lose my number t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah. And Fritzy came up with a great idea just to have a piece of Swiss cheese, and that'll be like the phone. Uh, it, it'll look like a phone there. A little block of cheese with the, yeah. with the numbers on yeah, it. You would exactly. dial on the cheese. Maybe it wasn't that great, but I'm trying to be nice because I said to Fritz, you know, I was. I, I could be annoying. I could be difficult. You can be annoying with the bracket. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't a. I know we're going to spin it as a rah rah, look at me. And, or, yes, you know, but you. Okay. Sending out the final list because it was 11 15 Eastern. So I wanted to send you out one more final list. You have been sending out the list. Don't get defensive. You've been sending it out two defensive. or three you times said, a day. You said you're getting annoying. You, you are like getting times. annoying. But you said it like two 
it three times. How I'm going to say it again. You have been annoying with the bracket challenge. I, I shouldn't have sent it out as many times. As you sent it out every day, twice a day. And then it was like, everybody. hey, and then you said, hey, look at all the people who said no. Like, I don't care. It was funny. I mean, Margot Robbie said no. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. That's Shocker. disappointing, though. It's disappointing. Yeah. But it wasn't meant to bother or annoy anybody. But I kept like I wasn't getting practicing the, how to send emails. Like, like I, I'm pretty good at I know how to send an email. <laughs> the, I wasn't like in the aware, page. No, we're, we're well aware. or <laughs> well aware of you sending me emails, dude. But I, I, just, I rather, I'd rather you guys be over-informed and say, I didn't know we had so-and-so. You spent what did you, all, mission accomplished. Don, you spent all this time chasing down people just for your own gratification. My own gratification. Well, it didn't help us. <laughs> And which of these women, assuming I was, if I was single, I would be like getting together Todd, with because Todd, I got them not, on the bracket that's challenge? That's not what it is. That's not what I said. I'm not sure it's what that means. You Jennifer Connelly's doing the bracket challenge, hey, so what I am I getting out? Because you got to reach out to Jennifer Connelly. Why more men but than women? I'm not meeting her. I'm why, not dating her. I'm not, why, I'm not even talking to her. Why more women than men? Why more women than men? Because I thought it would be fun to have more women involved. I just I, I challenged myself to see what uh, home runs we could hit with some men and women celebrities. But if you look at the list, there's still plenty more men, I think, that I invited than women. Dan, I think you're just deflecting right now. Because of the chicken? The chicken incident. <laughs> I think you deflected onto Todd and the brackets. Chicken rebounding. That's Thank right. God I didn't say this in the first segment of the show, because I would have lost Fritzy. Luckily, it's a Friday. Oh, no. Oh, it's oh, not. We got no. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Paulie, could you take the day off tomorrow so Fritzy will be in a better mood? Glad to. <laughs> yeah. I'll be hurling in the back room. You're Bobby Hurling. That's it. Oh! oh! I'm not giving you anything. Because <laughs> Duke rhymes with Pu- Oh, Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, anybody got a wild Final Four? Paulie? I have no one seeds in my Final Four. Okay, I like that. I don't know if that's wild, though. Okay, bloop, bloop. Marvin, you went to UConn. Obviously, you're picking UConn to win it all. Obviously, yes. Are you? Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, I. Just yeah, I am. Did you change that because of all the ESPN analysts who were picking UConn? No, no, I would have picked them anyway. You've been down on UConn. Oh, come on. First. Stop trying to blow up my spot. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I crossed out Arizona and put UConn oh. instead. <laughs> I like UConn. I, I, I would have no problem seeing them go in the Final Four. Seaton, you got anything? Wild? Oh, yeah, you already do. You got Drake going a long way. Oh, dude. Uh, so my Final Four also no one seeds. I have uh, Arizona, Marquette, Penn State, and UConn with UConn beating Marquette, and I mostly did that because I thought Marvin wasn't taking UConn, so I was trying to go for it. <laughs> oh, you I were? Oh, get... I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but that didn't work out. But anyway, yeah, that's my uh, – I, I stayed on the Penn State thing. I stayed on the Marquette thing. By the then... way, on this date, University of Maryland, Baltimore County becomes the first number 16 seed to uh, beat a number one seed, beat Virginia. Uh, also, the Oakland A's signed – Herb Washington, the world record holder in the 50-yard dash. He's the only non-pitcher to play in 100 games without an official at bat. (laughs) (laughs) They just put him on as a designated runner. He never got to bat. Todd, what did you learn on today's program? Peter King reminds us to count. No, count, you learned that, that I'm you very annoying. were annoying. I sent too many emails. I'm trying to show off who I reached Seaton. out to. What did you learn today? 
Oh, man. Uh, poor toddler. Yeah, well. Don't leave your chicken around. Yeah. Or your pizza. <laughs> um, Marv. BB Cates also said no to the bracket oh. challenge. Oh, that's just rude. Paulie? Seton's lunch looks good. What we learned brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They double all the cash back you've earned. So trips and restaurants all double. See terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Enjoy the hoops. Talk to you tomorrow. One more item as we close out the show. When I'm not working, I'm usually over in the golf simulator because I got my new clubs from PXG. And from a golf club research and development process that isn't constrained by budgets or timelines, they will spend whatever it takes to create better. And they have hundreds and hundreds of patented technologies, unrivaled, really. You look at the highest quality, most durable, most innovative materials available to the fact that every club is custom built for my personal specs. And if you get the opportunity, you can go to pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG and find a store or a fitter near you. And they have mobile fitting units as well. And they'll be able to come in. It's going to take a little while because that's how precise they are. Swing some PXGs and you'll be just like me. You'll have no doubt. Even hitting wedges yesterday. The Danettes almost gave me a standing ovation. Almost. Nobody makes golf clubs the way they do. Period. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.